Hello and welcome to the Her Sports Show, where we provide insight into the women's game across various sports. With high-profile guests and taboo-breaking discussions, the Her Sports Show is here to empower women in sport. Let's get into it. Okay, so Gabriella, if very random question. If you were to open your fridge and pick one item from your fridge, which item do you think would best describe you? I have to say peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly not in the fridge, but it's the peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, and why, why would you say peanut butter? I just, I think it's a fuel of energy. I use it in everything. And I, I also eat, it's quite rare, but I eat uh, like oatmeal um, with soya. And I put like a little bit of peanut butter and I put like spinach in it. And that's my my whole fuel in the oh, start. That sounds really nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> what would you say is one country you hope you would be able to visit and maybe even run in that country? Ah, uh, you know, uh, now for me, it's, I think a lot about Arizona, uh, the States, it's um, Grand Canyon. So yeah, must be the US. Mm, <laughs> I, okay. Yeah, Arizona. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I've also actually always wanted to go there. Um, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, and then if you had, like, could, hmm, if you had to pick one color that best describes you, which color would you pick? Mm, I think purple. Okay. Yeah. Purple's a nice color as well. Very diverse. <laughs> yeah. And they have a, a, also a cool meaning of hope. Mm. So I Okay, that's great. Thanks for sharing that. Okay, so we'll get right into it. So, Gabrielle, you recently competed in the Beyond the Ultimate Jungle Ultra. And just to give a bit of context for those who are watching or listening, it's a five-stage race that only 50 people have managed to complete, despite over 300 attempts to cross the finish. This year, 25 people signed up to race, but only six people managed to get through all five stages. The race is over 270 kilometers deep in the Amazon rainforest. And Gabriella, you became the first woman finisher. So do you remember how you felt when you crossed that finish line? It was amazing. You know, it was an amazing finish line. And I can see when I see like the video of myself, I'm like shaking, uh, shaking my head. And I just couldn't believe it. Um, it was so many people there, the crew, uh, the other runners, and it was just amazing, uh, amazing emotional moments. Amazing. Yeah. And can you also quickly just paint a picture of the environment that you're actually running in? Wow. <laughs> it's like, I think that Amazon is like no other place in the whole, like the whole world. Just when we started the race, we run through like um, like a jungle valley when the race started, and it was like five ecosystems. Just like uh, some kilometers, it was like we were running through five ecosystems, and the jungle is so colorful. You know, it's 
and uh, uh, environment is like so much alive. Everything is alive just as you like watch like the ground. You look down uh, if you take the time and you can just see everything on the ground like moving. And it was like this beautiful, uh, they were like, I will say electric blue butterflies because they were like, like uh, really had color, like neon. So it was so amazing. And they were like uh, hand, uh, like your hands, like two, like like this. And it was, they were amazing and so beautiful. Big butterflies. And you were just like in awe of the whole uh, environment, but it's very hostile. <laughs> yeah. So also, um, what were you actually, which equipment did you take with you for this race? Uh, come again? Um, what equipment did you take with you or what was... What was everything that you had during the race? Um, you know, you pack like um, uh, your backpack uh, and you have to have like your food for every day. So we have to like plan your food, uh, what you should eat uh, and like uh, the equipment. The, the medical equipment was really critical in this race. Uh, because you really had to, um, you, you got a lot of wounds on your upper body and you had to have like cortisone, like cream and for bacterial infections and really take care of yourself, a lot of equipment, uh, medical. Um, yeah, and you have your sleeping bag. Uh, I had a lightweight sleeping bag. It was about 250 like gram. And also your hammock and your uh, mosquito netting. And you also had to like run with a knife. So that was kind of different <laughs> for protection because of the animals and stuff. So, yeah. So you had food for five days and your medical gear. And yeah, I had poles. Yeah, stuff like that. So. And what would you say were some of the most challenging moments that you had during the race? It was a lot of, a lot of river crossings. <laughs> okay. And you have your backpack and at one time in the race, you were basically at 10 kilometers in the river. So it, it was just like on the side of the river, it was just jungle on the sides. Because in Amazon, the main, like, um, uh, the, if you should, like, cross stuff, you have to cross rivers. That's, like, the way in the jungle. So mm. I think, but I did it really well. But um, I have been in river, rivers, but not like that. Uh, it was rope, and you have to think really, really differently. Uh, so it's you have to, like, have the stream of the river in front of your knees. Don't in the back if like the, the stream is powerful and strong. So you really had to like use your uh, mind a lot and be clever. But basically in this race, everything was hard and it just unfold itself. So it get like harder and harder and harder. And it was really slippery and uh, the environment was really tough, really, really tough. Everything you can, it, you, you fell a lot. So you couldn't like touch anything because everything wants to like hurt you <laughs> because <laughs> it really wants to defend itself. It was like plants there. They just 
and it come like out like gas and it was like poison so yeah wow yeah so like just talk me through also those moments where you had all these things which you were aware like okay it's very dangerous where I'm running um what kept you motivated and yeah how did you get through those challenging times as well you know I am when I go I'm really I'm like I'm so it's it's my option for me to not like do it so I'm really strong but uh, I defend like here in Norway a women's center it's it's called Centre and it's like a center for women in prostitution so always when I like start to fall apart on my because it's really extreme races I always uh, think about like the the women's center uh, and also when things really get tough I just cry cry things out and I just keep going mm. so yeah and um yeah I think that element of also just crying um a lot of people have that um maybe they have that perception that athletes are always tough and they um yeah maybe won't necessarily show their emotions that easily um so yeah it's it's really cool that you actually sometimes like you said, you sometimes have those moments where if you feel the need, you need to just be, let your emotions out, you let your emotions out, even if you're busy running. Yeah, and I think it's, I I, I think it actually can take more energy and if you're like holding it back, you just let it out and you just uh, actually like feel uh, better. But you know, I when I run because I like defend uh, the women's center and but I think when you do like a big goal, you have to find something like what you have inside you. Um, because I think we all run for our own personal reasons and we have our goals. But you have to find something in yourself like, ah, yeah, that it's, you know, it's fire, like something inside you. You just hold to it. And when like, in my language, like shit hits the fans, you just pick it up and you just, yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great um and yeah i think um just to touch a bit on your journey as well so yeah quite a tough upbringing um to becoming an accomplished runner uh growing up in a dysfunctional home battled a life through dra drug addiction and prostitution um you also had your right arm amputated um so can you maybe please share what was that turning point in your life that led to you deciding to get clean it was uh, a lot of things. Um, when I grew up, I always understand that it wasn't like the way it should be, like violence and drugs. I could see the other kids and it, I, I, I did understand early on that this is not, it, it shouldn't be like this. And I also had big dreams. I wanted to go to Alaska. I had like wild fantasy. I, want, I just had many dreams. And so I think I had like something in me that I really uh, uh, kept inside of me. But really, really the, the turn in my life uh, was that when I grew up, I had an aunt and I had a, a cousin who really, really, they loved me and uh, defended me. And, you know, uh, so they were basically the only 
uh, people I had uh, to get support when I grew up. And then my cousin, she got um, a deadly cancer diagnosed. She was only 27. So uh, my aunt, uh, she said to me while my cousin were like dying and was sick, and she like looked at me and she said to me, you know now, Anka, that's my cousin, she's going to die. I'm going to lose my daughter and her children are also going, going to lose their mother. And she said to me and looked me uh, straight in the eyes and she, uh, she said to me, can you please promise me to stop use heroin because you don't have to die. And after that, uh, just five days after, my aunt took her life. And then it was like, yeah. Then it became like a life mission for me to like keep my promise to my aunt and also give myself the, the life I always felt that I really uh, deserved. But I didn't get the chance because of the how I grew up. So, but that was really the the big turning point. So, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. So so after all of that, um, how did you end up um, in the running? You know, I was always uh, in my way. Uh, had this a lot of like force uh, in me, a lot of power, and I needed to like uh, have an expression for it. And also, I had like really, I had a really traumatic uh, upbringing. And uh, so when I started running, I was like running for my life. I was like running with like somebody's was like uh, demons were like chasing me or something. But it also was like a way to uh, like a ventil uh, so I could like get out all of my frustration I, and, and everything. But it's been a really, really empowering and, and amazing journey because when I started, it was like, um, it's so different now, but like little by little, I, you know, I challenged myself. I moved to the mountain. I go to this amazing tracks in the mountain. Uh, I get like new memories. Uh, like in the process, I became like stronger and stronger and more grounded uh, in myself. Um, so it's like been a really process and a, a big journey. And I'm, I met also a lot of amazing people. I, I just changed out my bad memories with new memories with the, trekking in the mountain and the running and new experiences so now uh when i'm like outdoors i run i do competition i'm i'm really happy and uh, that's like the part of me who is um like my memories and stuff it's like you know what i mean it's so yeah yeah and and would you say as well that um like you mentioning finally feeling like you can have like a, an element of control over your life. Um, would you say it was because of running that you could experience that for the first time? And if you look back as well from when you were a child, always wanting that adventure and everything, um, I can imagine that it was linked. Yeah. 
uh, it gave me a sense of control. It gave me self-esteem because it was really, I did something and I really mastered it. And I became so proud of myself. Um, and it, it helped me see myself in my own process. Uh, and yeah, it's just been an amazing uh, like journey. And I think running also give you like really amazing experiences in life. Uh, you can travel and run where, uh, wherever you, uh, you want. And it's no boundaries. You can like end up in the Atacama deserts or like uh, in Namibia with the world's like largest like dunes. So I think it's such a big, amazing world. Uh, and it always keeps me like dreaming and to like push myself and yeah, I absolutely love it in so many ways. Do you remember um, the first marathon that you signed up for? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and with, what was that and, and how did it go? It was Oslo Marathon. <laughs> and it was so, I actually had an injury in my uh, uh, leg. So it was some years uh, back uh, and I was actually having an uh, operation because of my uh, injury. So it was like the 16th of uh, September and I was like having the operation the 19th or something. So I said wow. to like my, uh, but the goal was so important for me, you know, that race. It was my first marathon. I had worked like hard for it, everything. And the doctor said, oh, you can't run a marathon. And I said, I'm going to. But he basically, he didn't believe me. So I went to my first race. Uh, and I, I, I also find my new friends there. Like in like the process, they're still my, my friends. But it was an amazing race. And I was so proud of myself. And it's just, yeah, everything was amazing. And it was so funny because some days after... <laughs> I was like limping a little bit into like the, the hospital because yeah, just run a marathon. And the doctor said to me, oh, what's wrong with you? And I said like, oh, I just run marathons a couple of days ago. And he was like, and I said, oh, it's fine. We can take the operation. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And yeah, took the operation. And <laughs> That is amazing. I think it, it also just shows your willpower it's, it's crazy what if you set your mind to something um how you can actually do it if you just believe in yourself yeah and you really really can mm. and uh, along the way you will meet uh, a lot of you will get like uh misunderstood in your own when you have a dream and it's personal for you and you know you have a dream and you get like uh, misunderstood along the way like uh, in your goals because the bigger dreams sometimes that you have the more misunderstood you will get but you know it's so important to just yeah push it away don't listen to the naysayers and go after what you want whatever it is so that's really awesome um and do you also run with a prosthetic um or not no Okay. So I have, I have a really good balance uh, because I just adapted myself 
like going to the mountains and I don't see it as any kind of like handicap at all in the jungle climbing ropes going in the steep it was like mud and I was like all over the place you know and yeah in the rivers and yeah yeah that's, that's really cool thanks for sharing that um so the beyond the ultimate series of races it includes some of the most extreme environments on earth and it's known as one of the most toughest um race series um in the world so you sort of touched on it a bit but um if you can maybe go back to it as well like what motivates you to take part in these challenging races uh, i think it's really 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 a unique way to experience the world and it's quite untouched like places in the world but you know i i really want to uh, i'm a big dreamer and i really want to show myself through my races and others that really anything is like possible so but it's a course of a drive there i I was like, I'm really, um, I love adventure and I, I really feel alive when the elements are like hitting you. So that's when I really feel alive. So I truly love it too. In my way, I, I, I do like pub public speaking. I do my own like uh, uh, thing. I'm very like stubborn, but I also use my running to go out on stages and do public speaking and inspire uh others uh so yeah and um i think if we can also touch a bit on um the the mental side of of running um because i know like sometimes when i used to think of running or runners growing up it was very much just looking at the physical aspect of it of you need to eat well you need to train hard um like protect your body and everything. And I think in that you often forget about the mental and the emotional side of it. Um, so, yeah, I think you have mentioned it a bit as well, but like, if you think about like the, the mental and emotional um, experience of running, like what would you say that is? I will say that the mind is the most important uh, thing uh because if you really it's like henry ford says if if you think that you can do it like you you you, you can and if you think that you can't do it you can't do it you know when i took my first stage race 250 kilometers in africa i didn't have so much experience my backpack was too heavy uh, I had duct tape to get like take the sand because everything was like falling apart around my shoes. But, you know, it was my first like extreme race and I really, really, really wanted to do well. And I took the fourth place and the, the, the people was like, oh my gosh. And I had so heavy backpack and everything. But, you know, when I, when I go for my goal, when I grew up, I always got told that oh you're, you don't mean anything you're like nothing to the world so when I go into my like my goal it, it means a lot so you you have to say to yourself be a little bit your own voice and you know I'm going to do this and like hype up yourself and and you will always have the other voice in your head like 
oh, you can't do it uh, and all negative and stuff. But you should not listen to it and just force and just hype up yourself and I can do it, I can do it, I can do it and just be a force. I'm not like a physical uh, like mir miracle or something. I have some stuff, you know, my body and but I, um, I don't let it like stop me. But I think the main thing when you do races is your salts and water. Because no one is like collapsing so fast if you don't eat. Uh, because the body is really, um, it's also designed to, um, it not, it's not designed to, to just give up or sh shut down or just, we are really, uh, the body can take a lot of stuff. But the one thing that the body can't like handle, it's like your, your water, dehydration or salts. So, and your kindness, so. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's actually, I, I assume also, you need to also know, you need to understand your body well if, you, if you're an athlete. Um, and like you said now, understanding its needs. Um, and thanks for sharing that as well. I, I learned something new today. But the, the water is really complex because if you see the, the swelling in the feet, that's actually your kidneys who's telling you that you need more salt. Uh, and water so if your feet get a little bit swollen and it's a lot of physical stuff who, like happens in the like the body so like salts to get uh, enough salts and water is like the main uh, main thing so okay thanks for that um and i think that sort of also leads into the next question so you run mountains deserts rainforests so you've done quite a bit of experience there um, so how do you train in a way that helps you adapt to the different terrains and environments that you're going to be running in? Uh, it's, um, I think it's uh, because I live uh, in the mountains. So it's a lot of mountains there. In the wintertime, it's really, really cold. It can be like up to 40 minus. So <laughs> they call the place Little Alaska, <laughs> actually. <laughs> But it's beautiful. But basically, the winter is so tough. Uh, it's almost winter for nine months, a year. <laughs> so, but basically what I do, because they do dog sledding here in the mountain. So it's like beautiful. In the winter, it's beautiful tracks. So it's hard. And if you're not in the tracks, if it, it becomes like a, a snowstorm or something, you will uh, like go through the snow. So basically I run in the, I can run in the storms and the wind is blowing and it's cold and it's, uh, it's not so cold because it's higher up. Uh, so it's, but I actually take all the hardship from the environments in the mountains and I just adapt it. So when I go into a race, I just imagine like the hardship of the mountains because mountains can be really, really uh, tough. So when I went to Amazon, it's uh, 35 plus degrees uh, and it's 100% humidity. Uh, so, but I had my, my long runs in the, the melting, when the snow was uh, melting, like in April and May. So it was like, so I took some really, really tough, like uh, tracks in the uh, mountains. So, but I basically adapt the, the hardship and, everything from the mountain and I, I, my head when I go into the other 
races so that's great yeah um and then also so outside of your athletic career you also are running your own company so can you maybe just share a bit more about that as well i try to like uh do i'm like a self-made woman uh, i have my own company i do public speaking it's in um art and entertain, uh, entertainment is like the the name but i basically do public speaking now and in some days i'm going to like uh, the government to talk it's like um, i don't know the word but it's a lot of ambassadors from poland and from romania who works like in prison systems uh, and i'm going to talk there about motivation how to treat people value so it's like a lecture um, for a lot of uh, politicians and I have a lot of passion for other people. So I, I always like, I work from home. I do my running. I have my dog. It's a bull terrier. I go basically around uh, and take like uh, public speaking and uh, jobs in, uh, in uh, everywhere. <laughs> That's great. And um if you had to like sum up what your mission is through your work, like what, what would you say? Uh, it's to get less taboo, less shame. I think people have a lot of uh, shame in so many levels. Uh, I have a special passion for the women's center, for the women who are in prostitution because they ob obviously they have their own shame and they don't, deserve that society also are like shaming them uh, and it's really strong uh, resourceful like uh, women they just need somebody to believe in them and support them and everything so I think like the yeah the the, the women's center and yeah and really I'm also a feminist <laughs> I consider myself a feminist uh, to do my work there and I always try to spread good stuff on every uh, when I go on TV whatever wherever I go I try to inspire others and and be helpful and yeah yeah that's awesome and as someone who's triumphed over adversity um, what advice would what key piece of advice would you give to someone who's dealing with challenges in their lives? I will say that like adversity, uh, challenges, like dark times in our lives, we can be like confused. We want to like, sometimes we don't know what to do. You know, life hits uh, us all, you know, but try to, when you feel like you're in the dark of something or uh, whatever you're like going on in your life, you have to be very, very strong uh, and say to yourself that I deserve better than this. And I'm not giving up on anything. So you can, you know, you can be in a hard process or adversity or grief or whatever, but you can also like take the power in it and say that I deserve better and do something, whatever you have like inside of you and do something better in the situation and just hold on to the hope if it's like small or like bigger it doesn't matter just hold on to something 
and you know hard processes they always ends you know uh it always comes to better days and the 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 adversity and it it comes to uh, like an end mm. and I'll be a little bit angry, you know i deserve better you know mm. be a force and yeah yeah oh, thanks for saying that gabriella and um yeah what what's next on the cards for you um yeah so what races are coming up what are some goals that you have put in place for yourself wow i i have a lot of um i'm going to something uh to um i want to go to arizona first of all it's a 275 kilometers long race uh stage race self-supported in arizona in grand canyon uh but i have a really big uh, i'm going to tend to speak tedx arnold so that's a big big challenge <laughs> so that, that I have some other jobs, like I'm going to some public speaking, but the main thing is like the new event, the race in Arizona and also my my uh, TEDx Arnold talk. So, mm. yeah. Super exciting, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, as we come to the end as well, um, what um, advice would you give to someone or what tips would you give to someone who's maybe interested in running, but then just not too sure where to start? You know, always the main thing is to go out there, you know, go outside and be outside, put on like uh, the sneakers and it can, you can start like for 10 minutes or for 15 minutes. It doesn't matter, but I think to put on the sneakers and just start because I know that uh, from my own experience and I think everyone, when you just get out and you get to like move your body you you're you can like when you go out you're like oh shit i don't do this gosh but after you're always like happy about it you know mm -hmm. and you never have to like start in like the big only put on the sneakers get outside and just challenge yourself bit by bit me i didn't want to walk upstairs you know <laughs> when I started <laughs> so just start main thing get out and then just it's like a pyramid you can just build on it but you will get very satisfied when you get out the door okay thanks for that and then also now just to end off um why would you encourage women and young girls to get involved in playing sport I think it's so much confidence uh, we can get out of sport as women. And I have to say it, we are the best in. <laughs> and I think it's very empowering as women and to support other uh, women in it. So it's a lot of uh, uh, confidence in the, uh, in the sport. And also, uh, I'm so like, don't listen to naysayers. And it's okay to be insecure. It's okay to be afraid of goals. It's also okay to to uh, cry. And I think just go for, if you have a dream in sport, you just go for it. Go for it. And uh, it's don't listen to the naysayers. You will uh, meet a lot of obstacles. And sometimes things 
just go wrong. And that's also okay because it's a, then you take it as a experience. For me, a lot of stuff went wrong and, and that's also okay, but you just go for that dream and be powerful and strong and yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. And I think, um, like you also mentioned, there's just so much that comes with sport. It's not just the physical benefits, but even the emotional, the mental, getting to meet other people. So you're making friends. Um, yeah. And I think like you also just to listening to your journey, um, sport really can just bring about so much for someone's life. So much that comes with it. It's amazing, inspiring people. Uh, you can get so much uh, inspiration. Uh, just be open for it. You meet amazing people and uh, amazing new places in sport and that you get to experience. And you get like it's always a sport is a it's it's like a journey. You know, it's it's so amazing. And uh, yeah, and it's uh, for me. I think like sport, you really and you also feel very much alive. You know. So, but it's amazing. You get to meet amazing people and places and yeah. Yeah. And um, I think also um, some people may view sport as there's only certain things you can do, but there's, there's so many options out there as well. <laughs> and like you said as well, it's just also about just starting, just get out there, start walking, or then eventually maybe you can start running and then you can look at maybe there's something else you want to try. Yeah, and you also, you get so much experience, uh, like in the sport. I always, I see as I grow as an athlete and uh, the years go by, I, I see that I get more thicker skin. Uh, I, like, but not like I'm so tough, like, uh, yeah, like that. But I get more strong, confident and and it's really uh, amazing, like emotionally uh, uh, journey. You get a little bit tougher and you reach one goal and you, you feel better and you feel a little bit stronger. And it also ma uh, make you like seek to do more and other things. And that's also really, really amazing. And like the inner journey and, uh, and get the confidence and the experience and you get a little bit thicker skin and it's really, really amazing and cool. And I will also advise to seek other strong uh, women uh, as someone to look up to. I have it. I love Chelsea Handler. <laughs> I think she's amazing. She is comedy and she's so powerful and she's truly a feminist. And we women, we need other women to look up to. So I'm so happy to come with the, the interview and her support. It's an honor. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in. We hope to see you again for the next episode. Be sure to subscribe to Her Sports social platforms to get the latest women in sports content. Thank you.